The Bike Karma Bicycle Stories podcast is brought to you with support from The Frame and Wheel, helping you turn your cycling items into cash without the hassle. And AD Bikes, the modern face of Ostra Daimler bicycles. Become bike, become AD Bikes. And now it's time for the Bike Karma Bicycle Stories annual bicycle comedy show, usually brought to you in April, but April Fools is on me this year as it once again is late. In this case, really late. If this is your first episode, it's definitely not a typical episode. This is a once a year comedy show where we poke fun at ourselves and bicycle loving culture. These short and hopefully good natured skits are in the spirit of Monty Python and Little Britain and Saturday Night Live and Kids in the hall in the state and hopefully that comes across. We look at everything from bicycles made out of meteorites to three-legged chickens. Joining me this year is my entire immediate family and from the windy city of Chicago, Frank Obelnicki and also Kion Wolf from NPR and the Pedal to the Metal. If this isn't quite your cup of tea, sorry and another regular show is coming out soon. Hope you like it. Hello friends, are you looking for a bicycle from out of this world? Then listen to this message from Zach Beefslayer of Beefing Spoked Bicycles. Mr. Beefslayer makes his bicycle frames out of iron meteorites. If you want to ride a bike made by robots and sad children, then you can stop lustering right now. If you want to look down between your legs as you're going 20 miles an hour down a hill and think of me, Zach Beefslayer, this guy built your custom one-of-a-kind frame, then listen on... It starts in the desert. With me, sniffing the ground, find traces of iron meteorites. When I smell one, I dig like a honey badger till I pulls it up. When I find a sack full, I head back to my forge where I melt the metal to cast the lugs and extract the tubing. Once I set it up and braise it all together, guess what I do? I melt that stone head back down in a liquid! And then I shame it! Morally! You ain't ready! You ain't ready! You ain't ready! I scream over and over! And then I let it cool down. And I guess I cool down a bit myself too. I get pretty worked up at that point. A few days later and a couple of yoga classes later, I come back and ask the ingot if it is ready now. I can tell if it's learned some humility. <laughs> and then I melt and redo the lugs and the tubing. I use a unique process called infinity butting. Sort of like Klein bottle, but real. Look it up. You wanna talk about colors? Paint. A paint! I strap your finished frame on the weather balloon and make it think it's going back into space. The frame gets up to the exosphere and the special balloon finally pops and the frame gets superheated during re-entry. This forms a fusion coating that is my unique patented finish. It also breaks the material spirit. Meteorites are tougher and more stubborn than a wild horse. So you got to break them in both physically and psychologically. Get them thinking, oh, I'm 
going back into space. Oh, I'm so happy. Oh, crap, I'm falling back to Earth. God damn it. I guess I'm just going to have to resign myself to being a bicycle frame. <laughs> I got him. And that's when I find him and finish the build. Now, if this sounds good to you, go f*** yourself. But if this sounds like the greatest goddamn thing you ever heard of in your little life, then DM me, Zach B. Slayer. Set up a fitting appointment to discuss custom build. Remember, we focus on bicycles. They're made from goddamn meteorites. They're made from damn space rocks. They're made from rocks from outer space. Them is from space. Space Rocks! Find Mr. Beef Slayer's Bicycle Studio at RFD number 20, Ragpile, Arizona, or just ask for the trailer that got stuck in a crater. We now look in on a typical cycling family. Dad, what's wrong? Hey, Dad, what's wrong? Your father's had a tough week. Sorry guys, I just had a hard few days at work. You should go for a ride, Dad. You always feel better after a bike ride. Yeah, but I haven't seen you guys all week. It seems like a little selfish maybe to go out for a bike ride. There's so many chores to do and stuff. It's better than having you moping around. You always come back in a better mood. Are you guys sure? Yes, go already. The quicker you go, the quicker you come back. Oh, okay. Bye, Dad. Enjoy your bike ride. Bye, Daddy. Ten years later. Hey, guys. I'm home. Dad? What the hell? Where have you been for the last ten years? I was on a ride. For ten years? I told you guys where I was going. For ten years? Well, my Strava stopped working, and I kind of lost track of time. For ten years? I didn't bring my charger? You missed my graduation! We thought you died. I told you guys I was going for a ride. You missed my childhood! What do you have to say for yourself? Um, I'll be right back. Where's he going? He's riding away. Unbelievable. Does this scenario sound familiar? Unfortunately, this story is far too common in families with cyclists and highlights the importance of clear communication. Letting your loved ones know where you are going and for how long may seem like needless babbling, but if they expect you back for dinner, the extra words you say will more than make up for the hurt feelings and confusion that could result from you being absent for several months or years. A good rule of thumb is to check in at least once a year. If your ride takes longer than expected, when calling be sure to mention your name in case they've moved on and your present whereabouts. While time may fly while sitting on the saddle of your bicycle, those left at home are left with questions unique to non-cyclists such as, where is that cyclist? Are they dead? Where's the money gone? Where is their insurance policy? Can we declare a missing cyclist legally dead without a body? How long is a reasonable amount of time before we sell all of their stuff through the frame and wheel? 
When can we get a new mommy or daddy for our family who isn't a cyclist? How soon can we get the locks changed? Would this be legally considered abandonment? How can we move on without leaving a forwarding address? And of course, is there a way of making sure legally that that selfish never comes back? All these questions could have been avoided by clearly indicating your expectations for your ride. You might be thinking, hey, I didn't know how long a ride I was going to go on that day. Then you should just say that. It becomes your family's problem at that point for not asking good follow-up questions. This message has been brought to you by the Society for Cycling and Families, a plausible nonprofit supported by Bill Lunkenshire, attorney at law, specializing in abandonment, divorce when one spouse is absent or missing or whatever, legal name changes, and insurance claims, and his brother conveniently found at the same address, Master Locksmith Ted Lunkenshire, specializing in lock changing on both doors, windows, and garage doors. Ted exclusively uses locks that are impervious to tampering by any type of bicycle tool. You get your cheese from a one-of-a-kind secret farmer's market. You only eat Hawaiian potatoes. And you know the exact elevation your coffee is grown at. Why oh why would you then use off-the-shelf brake pads on your bespoke bicycle? Today on the You Probably Haven't Heard of It podcast, we talk with the only small batch brake pad manufacturer in the entire world. Here we are with Margaret Painschlepper, founder of Frosty Forge Small Batch Bicycle Brake Pads. Wow, they kind of feel like regular brake shoes. What makes them different? Do they make the bike stop faster? No. Modulate better? What's that? Sound better? Nope. Perhaps last longer. <laughs> no. Cost less. What? No. Are they safer? No, but they aren't less safe, unless you're around sparks. Then where do I see the difference exactly when these special small batch brake shoes? It's more of a smell. Pardon? You can't get that smell anywhere. You mean that smell isn't your cologne? Who wears cologne that smells like mingled fish and wedding cake? No, that's our proprietary fair trade and half organic blend. And what about the squeak? Well, they take about five months to break in fully. Oh, and how long do they last? Six months, sometimes more. How much are they? Well, they are handmade. How much? When we use mostly reclaimed materials. How much? And a percentage goes to the retirement home for elderly bike messengers. How much? 300 bucks. Wow, that is a significant premium at $150 per wheel. No, that's the per wheel price. What you're not taking in is that we have to harvest all the old brake shoes that these are made out of. We also harvest sheep lanolin to- Wait, you're using old brake shoes to make these? Well. Yeah, we don't want to break the bank on making them from scratch. This brake skit needs to stop now. For this next skit, a little tip of the hat to the late great comedian Buddy Hackett. 
So there was a cyclist out riding the dirt roads, gravel grinding, out in farm country. He looks besides him, and he sees a chicken on the side of the road. There's something weird about the chicken, but he can't put his finger on it. Before he can take a closer look, the chicken takes off like a shot. And even though the cyclist is going 15 miles per hour, the chicken runs ahead of him like he's standing still. The man is amazed. He catches up with the chicken who's stopped on a rock on the side of the road. He notices that the chicken has three legs. While he's trying to take that in, the chicken runs behind a barn. The cyclist notices that up ahead, there's a farmer getting his mail out of the mailbox. The farmer looks up at him. The cyclist says, did you just see a chicken with three legs run behind your barn? The farmer says, yeah, that's a special kind of chicken that I invented. Took years of breeding, crossbreeding, rebreeding, crossbreeding, and rebreeding again, but I made that chicken with three legs. I've been gravel grinding and riding dirt roads for years, and I've never seen a chicken that fast in my whole life, said the cyclist. Why do you want a chicken with three legs? The farmer looks at him and says, well, you know when you have a family Sunday chicken dinner? The cyclist said, yeah. Do you like a drumstick? The cyclist said, yeah, I like a drumstick. And does your wife like a drumstick? Well, yeah, my wife likes a drumstick too. What if you have more than just you and your wife at the dinner? You want another drumstick, don't you? Well, I, I guess so, said the cyclist. Well, that's why I took 20 years to develop a three-legged chicken. The cyclist says, wow, 20 years to develop that chicken. Well, how's it taste? Farmer looks at him, shook his head. I don't know. We ain't ever caught one. Wow, you made it to the end of that episode. Special thanks to my family, Frank Obelnicki and Kion Wolf for their additions in this comedy episode. Another regular episode is coming out soon, but until then, check out the back catalog. If you like any part of the show, please consider being a Patreon supporter. I really appreciate the help there and you can do it for as little as a dollar a month. Just go to patreon.com and search up Bike Karma. You'll then have access to all kinds of behind-the-scenes goodies. If you have any comments, questions, or ideas for the show, you can email me at bikekarmaguy at gmail.com. You could also DM me on any of the social media. Apart from the royalty-free music in this episode, for which we thank the musicians, not including the joke by Buddy Hackett, the rest of the Bike Karma Bicycle Stories podcast is the intellectual property of Thomas Brown. All rights, including content, trademark, etc. are asserted and reserved. And even though this was the comedy episode, don't forget to do your ABC quick check every time before you ride. That's A for air, B for brakes, C for your chain line and drive, and check your quick releases or your through skewers or your bolts to make sure your wheels are firmly attached to your bicycle and do an overall quick check before you go barreling down a hill, because safety's no joke. Thanks for coming along for the ride with me on this atypical episode. If not a full out laugh, I hope I at least got you to smile a little during these weird times. Till next time, keep it wheel.